welcome to Respawn Aim Fire, episode 177, the kick-ass irreverent gaming podcast from Affable Idiots. I am Holden Christopher Adams DePardo. I am here with the always sexy co-host. Oh, Can sorry, I, I thought you were going to say a name for me. Hi, I'm Chad Michael. <laughs> hey, what's up, girl? Your mama let Super you Super sexy. Timing could use some work, but he's still very sexy. <laughs> and that's all that matters. We also have a special guest with us that it's been so long since we last saw you. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us all the fun stuff you're doing? Yes. Hello. Hi, I'm Dustin Hill. Dust E Hill. Dustin Letter E Hill. Uh, Dustin Excited Hill. Only for today. Um, I run <laughs> Shouting in Place. Which a podcast that uh, lets you shout into the void and nothing will shout back. Which the long short is, I get super awesome people on every week, um, and we just talk about it's usually what we've been doing during quarantine. On a lot of stuff is just like things that have been helping us let the time pass in this crazy butt show of a world right now. Um, <laughs> butt show, and yeah, you know, <laughs> and uh, including uh, these two awesome people, I'm pointing in the directions where they are on my screen. Have both been on different times. Uh, You should go listen to them. They're very good episodes. But yeah, uh, also with that, uh, I run fundraisers through the podcast, which I've done one for myself for Doctors Without Borders last month, uh, which was August. Yes, August was last month. Uh, I did a difficulty class with Trevor Bettis and Allie Deitzman. Um, I'm sorry, I always mess up your name, Allie. Anyways, fantastic people. We did it for Color of Change and um, Black Table Artists, or Black Table Arts, I think that's how it is. Two awesome foundations. And this month, we're doing it with Respawning Fire. And we are raising money for Extra Life, uh, which is a super awesome foundation. If you haven't heard of it. Uh, we're doing it with some super sexy shirts that Chad designed, which is the logo and some like nice lettering um you could get it in many different colors <laughs> Heather Radiant Orchid, right my favorite yeah <laughs> i'm dying <laughs> but yeah you could uh i think they have it as their pin tweet if you want to get the shirt it's a super clean shirt and all the funds for it is going straight to extra life um i think right now i put a goal of a hundred dollars we're currently at 126 which is fucking rad and how this one works actually the more we sell the more money per shirt is raised so hey, maybe get some more shirts, and maybe you'll see some cool stuff later on this month. Who knows? But yeah, definitely do it. Extra Life is awesome. Responding Fire is awesome. Y'all are awesome. Oh, stop Aww. it! I was literally just thinking. I know I mentioned this a little bit on our last show, but I was literally just thinking about like, do I know a person like an actual like a person who I've met in real life, which you qualify as now, a person I've met in real life who does more good. Than Dusty Hill, and I can't think of a single person. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for the world that the world is not a better place. I'm definitely trying because that's sometimes all you could do, especially this year. But you know, 2020. Let's all take a drink. I'm gonna pretend this is vodka. I got squirt. <laughs> Don't do it, Dad. Don't do it, Chad. <laughs> and we've got the dreamiest fan base of all time. Shut up, Chad. Joining us from all over the world. <laughs> Every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, put us in your ears with your favorite podcast service, or put us in your eyes by searching for Responding Fire on YouTube. That's right. We've gone into the third dimension with 2D video. And if you want to add the fourth dimension of time, you can do that by watching us record it live on twitch.tv slash affableidiots every Sunday night at... 
this time 9 p.m. as opposed to 8 p.m. Eastern. But it's Resident Evil 4's fault, not yeah, anyone else's fault. Sorry. We were doing content at 8. It just wasn't Yeah, this exactly. Content. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Affable Idiots, which we'll tell you about later on in the episode. That's it for the housekeeping. We have a very exciting episode this week even though there's not a lot of news to discuss i think there's still some good stuff like yeah not hearing about series x at tgs woo whoa ps5 backwards compatibility is some question questionable stuff's going on there woo, whoa and some other mario stuff too but before we get to that chad and dusty both played hey. a brand new game that just came out it's called Barbie Dreamhouse Maker. Guys, do you want to talk about <laughs> yes. Barbie oh, Dreamhouse Maker? Oh, you slippery Have snake. Have you got the pink convertible yet? <laughs> oh, my God. I've had the pink convertible. That's the first thing I got. Yeah, come on. Yeah. But I, here's one. I'm looking to get the slide at the top of the house that slides down to the front door. I haven't yeah, gotten that yeah. for my, for my really girl expensive. house, my dollhouse. Yeah. 3000 Barbie dollars. <laughs> Barbie dollars. Get it? Barbie dolls? Yeah. Barbie that was dollars. intentional. You are so That's the microtransaction smart. currency. Yes, we've both been playing Marvel's Avengers. Yes. Holden. It is no longer a beta. It's real. It exists. They do exist. Yes. Santa M&M's. Bringing it full circle to Christmas. <laughs> Marvel's Avengers, Holden, blew my condom off my penis. Like I was prepared Whoa. to go in safe. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the precautions. <laughs> I'm making up this analogy as I go, and it's turning out to be pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking the proper precautions. I knew it wasn't gonna be the greatest, but I went in there, and it's like we're gonna grip you so tight, we're gonna pull that condom <laughs> off, and it was so good. I have, I have beat the game in quotes. I, I've rolled credits on it. So I finished the single-player campaign. Uh, but there's still a lot more single-player content for me to do. Iconic missions from all the people. Obviously, the majority of the game is the multiplayer content and playing with your friends, doing drop zones and war zones and all that kind of stuff. And leveling up your characters to oblivion. I This game surpassed all of my expert, expectations. I feel like every single character in it is somehow, by the end of the, the single-player campaign, is somehow so well-balanced, like, they all feel fun to play. We were literally, I have a text chat going with everyone else who's playing the game, which is all of our friends but you, Holden. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> and we were all talking about how they all just feel really well-balanced, and they all are fun. Like, we were talking, who are we going to main? Who are we going to main? I was like, well, I do like this person, but I also love playing as this person, and this person's great, too, and I'll just main all of them. And <laughs> so uh, I love playing every single character. There were some frustrating times, but they eventually, as you get used to them, you play them more, you upgrade their skills. It, it is uh, such a grind in the best way possible. It's got that destiny grind to it where it's all about getting new gear. Mm -hmm. However, there are also huge skill trees to unlock. By the end of the campaign, I'm only maybe 15% of the way unlocking all of these skills. And some of them, like I'm like character level like eight or nine with some of my characters and they're like this skill doesn't unlock until 50 and i'm like oh, i can't fucking wait to continually be surprised and try new things in this game uh it also i'm not going to spoil anything about this game or, or the the campaign but i will say that the last like hour and a half of this game is is one of the most successful last hour and a half of a video game that i've played 
there are the there's the usual trope that a lot of games fall into where like they're really really great but then they just fall apart at the end because they either throw every enemy that you've ever fought at you and a hundred of them at a time or it's like one really awful terrible mechanic for a boss that you just don't like doing over and over but i feel like this one does it in such a great way and um so the ending of this game nails it i i'm just really high on this game right now and i literally like as soon as we get off of this I'm going to go join Brent and we're going to play online because Brent is playing the final mission right now as we speak. And we're just going to fucking goof off and play so much fun shit together. Oh, yeah. Saying that, it is the least holding game I think I've ever played in my life. (laughs) 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 I think you would absolutely hate it. It is Marvel superheroes. It is uh, a story that is one one of the things getting into the game in the beta. I was like, there's so much here. There's different types of gear. There's different parts of the gear that I don't understand. There are skill trees that I don't understand. There's so much going on. And the 10 to 12 hour campaign is basically just slowly introducing you to all of this so that by the time you get to the end game and all the multiplayer content, you feel competent. Uh, so the, the campaign, while it's good, uh, it's not you know it's not Last of Us. It's not this groundbreaking, earth-shattering story. It's a... A very good story that gets you prepared for the rest of the game. So you're not contemplating what it means to be evil or good in a world by the end of the story? There is a little bit of that, actually. There is a little bit of that in there. Um, But then the the other part of it is, obviously, there's a shit ton of skills and things that you can upgrade. And there's a ton of RPG elements. And if you just stick to the fundamentals, you're not going to have fun with this game. So it's, it is the least Holden game that I think I've ever played before, <laughs> but I am enjoying the shit out of it. Really quickly, because when I saw you tweet out that you beat the game, I was very surprised because it seems super fast. Because the progress from beta doesn't carry over, right? Correct. How long is this campaign, would you say? It's about 10 it to 12 hours. Okay, it's, that's a pretty good It's 10 to 12 okay. hours if you, if you mainline it. Like, as I was telling Dusty right before we started recording, there's a percentage meter of like the solo campaign part. It's like you have done sixty four percent of the campaign. I think after beating it, I was done with like sixty percent, um, mm, okay. because it also includes not just the campaign story, but also you unlocked Iron Man. Have you done Iron all of Iron Man's iconic quests where like mm. you were doing things specifically? Think of like Mass Effect two missions with your different mm-hmm. squad mates, where they're like things focused specifically on those characters. Totally. And then there's a bunch of other shit that opens up with, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that kind of stuff. So while I am done with the campaign, I'm only, like, 60% of the way through the single-player content and then haven't even touched the multiplayer stuff. Nice. Dusty, what have you done with it? Um, I've I've only been able to play it since uh, Thursday night because I was, like, kind of so-so on it. But then uh, I saw you and then Trevor tweeting about it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to fucking get it. Um. It's really fucking good. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I I'm actually like I I'm a sucker for Marvel stories just because like I love that superhero story and that storyline. I love Kamala Khan's character, oh, uh, yeah. Miss Marvel. It's it's so good and like honestly, I'm just gonna say like having a non-white protagonist like as a star of the game, fucking fantastic. Um, I love how it plays into like her costume and stuff like that too, like her yeah her outfit and I love it. Yeah, um, but that and like. Honestly, every because I've not played through. I'm only like maybe I think you told me like halfway through the story, but every character I've played as feels so unique, and they all play their own way. And like I'm having a ton of fun with that. Like in the beginning, like you kind of get to explore a little bit all the, like a lot of different characters, um, 
and like each one's like okay like this one's this like the hulk is like slower but obviously he's a fucking tank and just destroys everything and then black widow is actually like really fun it's like i really enjoy playing as black widow and then like unlocking all the skills with uh miss marvel and kamala khan that's like really cool because then like oh now i could do this so i could try to do that and like uh, the gameplay is really fun, and then collecting the gear gives me big Destiny vibes, yep. and I'm loving that. As soon as I got that, I'm like, okay, oh, I can upgrade my gear. Oh, this gear's better. Oh, I'm in for the sort of long haul. <laughs> 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 but, it, yeah, it's it's really good. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, I, I like the story so far. I like how they're treating the characters and how they're, you know, they're, they're superhero characters and superhero characters like writing but it's definitely something that you don't see that often in like you know superhero shit but i i'm enjoying it a lot um literally think, after this i'm also just gonna like jump on and mainline the story <laughs> yeah i think the mission that you just i think you just mentioned you wrapped up getting iron man and, and done a couple of things i think yeah. that was one of my favorite parts is is finally getting iron man that whole mission itself uh and i think that nolan north's iron man his tony stark is perfect it is the perfect balance of robert downey jr from the movies and nathan drake from uncharted and you mash those two together and he's like so endearing he's so likable but he has like the funniest little quips to it's it's great it's wonderful Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i'm liking a lot i can't wait to play more and multiplayer which looks yes super fun i i'm so much right now i'm struggling with like i don't want this to become my new destiny i want this to be an addition to destiny <laughs> but i also yes. need to quit my job to do that but I, <laughs> you could because i'm gonna put i can see how hype we are all on this game like i can see me putting hundreds of hours into this thing it's easily i'm loving it but i'm loving it holden what have you been playing? <laughs> uh, Barbie Dreamhouse Maker. Uh, it's oh, fantastic. Yeah. It's so customizable. It's something that just because we're so hyped all about this game, I think I can play this game for hundreds of hours. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Uh, no, seriously. So um, I actually got back into Animal Crossing New Horizons this week, and I'm hey, like, you swimming? Digging the hell out of it. No, funniest thing is that, no, I haven't done any of the new summer stuff. I'm literally just back to, oh, this project wanted to do my town last time. Funny thing is, too, is actually. Totally coincidentally, Dusty's on the podcast with us to hear. Um, last time Dusty and I played together, I, he, I went to his town and I saw he had this little, like, kind of, it was like a jazz setup. You had some instruments there yeah. and I had gotten a synthesizer. And I'm like, I know that doesn't quite match, but I don't have a need for a synthesizer. So if you want it, you can have it. So I walked back in my house after months of not playing and there was my little synthesizer <laughs> in my living room to remind me to give that to Dusty. So, <laughs> so the first thing I did was mail that off to Dusty. Um, oh, is it? It's waiting for me? I it's check. waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I kind of figured you probably dropped off Animal Crossing at this point because it had been so long. Yeah. Um, but god damn, it's so enjoyable. I'm now determined to get five stars. I've added some windmills to my town, which is good because now we have clean energy and renewable energy in the town. Nice. Which is very, very good. Um, I made a campsite that's just gorgeous. I just f- tweaked up some things like with my museum area with the cool waterfall design I had there. I redid like the layout for my house and like the walkway to my house and it's just it's really starting to come together as like a full complete town as opposed to a nice little suburb area and then like the the wilderness of the rest of the island. <laughs> so, uh I'm hoping I can get 5 stars pretty soon. That's been fun. Um, then I've been playing Super Mario Odyssey just because of some other stuff, just some yeah. Mario stuff. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to play some Mario. Uh, but we'll talk about that later on. Yeah. Dopey, dopey Cocoa Puff. 
God, I'm so hyped. Can we can we talk about the main quest now? I'm just kidding. Let's, we'll save it. We'll save it. There's really there's not we will be there pretty quickly. Okay. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's not yeah. a lot of news stories this week. <laughs> um, so fetch quest. Starting off with our fetch quest and moving on to the fetch quest. Let's start with the fetch quest now. First fetch quest. We'll <laughs> say fetch quest one more time. CD Projekt Red announces the Witcher Three Wild <laughs> Hunt for the next generation. Free upgrade for users who already own the game. Says at uh, says Jordan uh, Biazzo at Game Ranks. And why not, guys? That's exactly how it should be done. It screw should. you, 2K, and screw you, Activision. <laughs> <laughs> now, does this mean that it's going to be free? It's free upgrade for the next generation. So, like, our kids will get a free do- copy of Witcher 3 when we die, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's how it works. Perfect. Okay. That's really funny. Yeah, it's part of our. Yeah, it's part of the estate tax. Is you pass on <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the decks and games you got. Uh, cloud gaming <laughs> revenue is reaching five hundred and eighty-five million dollars in twenty twenty. Before you get hyped and go, "Wow, that's a lot of money." This is revenue split between several companies. I'm not going to name all of them because uh, there's a lot of them here. But the point is, is that even services like Nintendo Switch Online are counted because it's considered a online based you know subscription service or some sort of service related to online specifically so like playstation now there apple arcade is there also ones you've never heard of like parsec or gameloft yeah. plus black knit or black nut actually is what it's supposed to be um so there's a black lot note. there and stadia is there as well um so <laughs> there's there's yeah. basically cloud services aren't making a lot of money right now which i think kind of makes sense actually I was yeah, I was confused by when I looked at this article and I read some of the names. I was like, wait a minute, some of these aren't yeah. cloud services, and they mm-hmm. lump them all in together. Like as you mentioned, Nintendo Online, like you download the game, you're not streaming this. Apple Arcade, you download these games, you're not streaming it. And it's like, why are you lumping these all in together to make the money seem bigger? I don't know. <laughs> and even then, it's not really a and big then, number. Yeah, exactly. Considering, I think uh, I don't have a number for like USA, but I think like last week. Uh, Europe hit like 21 billion euros of like game related content sold. So like $585 million is like in the couch cushions at that point. Like (laughs) Nintendo makes like $3 billion per year alone. It's like 585 for cloud gaming in quotations because obviously as you just pointed out there's a caveat to that. That's not a lot of money especially when you add those other services. I was very surprised by that. Um, but there's other cool stuff to talk about. Toby Fox teases, quote, a little something, end quote, for Undertale's fifth anniversary, says Matthew Olson at US Gamer. Um, it's probably not going to be Deltarune, but I, I do no. want it to be Deltarune. <laughs> I'm it's going to be Megalovania really... 2. I'm surprised that Undertale's only five years old. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was... I feel like I was teaching kids at a, a summer camp several years ago and they were all we were like trying to figure out music to draw to and they were all like play undertale music play undertale music i was like fine i played it but i feel like that was this has been around forever but i guess that's crazy to me we it does feel we a lot five longer years ago. it should be i think so we, about five years ago right? you know seven i've been with the company almost seven years now oh okay yeah Oh, you had the store then, like just after I did that. Okay, that's right, that's right. Either way, yeah. five years not a long time. Yeah, and Deltarune isn't the first level of Deltarune out as like a beta. He wants people to try or something like that. Yeah, I have it on my Switch. I haven't played it yet. Dude, eat it. I haven't played it either. But I love no Undertale. It's a great game. I haven't played it. Oh, Dusty, you should play it. It's fantastic. I know. Play Do you know anything about, about it? it? Yeah, I just being 
like playing the games that I like, I get a lot of like Undertale crossover. Also, okay. the music's really good, and it's also a big meme. So, like, I know that. Okay. Um, but like, I know kind of the general idea of the game. I haven't seen or watched the gameplay because I do want to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just never got around to it. It is worth going in with as little information as possible. I went into it knowing too much. And it didn't hurt the experience, but I think it would have been a stronger experience had I not known that stuff. It's a fantastic, really unique game. Highly recommend playing it. Speaking of fantastic, highly unique game, (laughs) No Man's Sky developer working on a, quote, huge, ambitious new Uh game, says Joe Scrabbles at IGN. Uh You know, I think they've learned their lesson. So I'm I'm excited to deliver on the first one, and now they want to make something bigger. (laughs) It's going to be Two Man's Sky. Two Man Sky. <laughs> we are gonna we're gonna push it as Two Man Sky, and it's gonna launch yes. with just one pair of legs. But it'll get to Two Man <laughs> eventually. Marvel's Avengers PS4 beta was the most downloaded PlayStation beta ever. Uh, the in, in terms of all the consoles, including PC, there are six million players in the beta. That is Damn. huge. Yeah, is that more than Anthem. Have you guys played Avengers? What did you guys think of it? Let's do that again. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's great. Let me tell you about it. I beat the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Which, hey, that reminds me, Chad. Yeah. Do you remember Anthem? What? <laughs> do you remember Anthem? <laughs> yeah, I remember Anthem. That piece of shit. It's the only physical PS4 game that I have because Trevor insisted we buy it physically <laughs> for $3 at GameStop. And then I'm going to buy a digital-only yeah, PS5. So... <laughs> it's gonna go in the trash. You guys had so much fun. Yep. Speaking of Animal Crossing, Ethan Gatch at Kutaku's let us know that Biden's campaign brings centrist yard signage to Animal Crossing, which I think is the stupidest <laughs> thing I think I've ever heard. That's the wildest line I've heard this week. It reminds me of when Hillary Clinton was running for president and she had this <laughs> terrible line where she's like, coding is important. I've heard some people coded the game Pokemon Go and we need to get people to Pokemon Go to the polls. It was so I remember awful. that. It was terrible. It was really terrible. And this is like on that. Are there but many that children that are going to be Go voting right for then, Joe though. Biden? Like, I'm very curious. (laughs) I mean, I'm an adult. I play Animal Crossing. I guess, like, here's what's weird to me about this. Are they swaying people? Like, are there, like, a lot of, like, Trump supporters that needed to sign an Animal Crossing? Because Trump supporters (laughs) play Animal Crossing. And they go, you know, Biden's kind of cool. He plays my games. Trump doesn't play Animal Crossing. (laughs) I think the, the, the Venn diagram of people that are... Trump supporters and playing Animal Crossing is two circles. So. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I don't know. I would really be curious, like how many, like, does he? Is it? A, <laughs> is there like an Animal Crossing town with a bunch of like custom flags that say like "Make America Green"? Oh my god! <laughs> I hate it. I hate oh. it. <laughs> oh my god! That would that be hilarious? <laughs> Can you make a MAGA uh, hat in? Like, can you make hats yeah, with you can. on it? Yeah. You actually could. You can, yeah, actually. But I don't think anyone would because I don't I like, like Jesse yeah. said, the two circles. There's, yep. there's no overlap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy 16 speculation rises with potential Twitter accounts. I almost didn't include this story, but then I realized something that was announced this week was also first leaked as Twitter accounts. 
And that was Super Mario 35th anniversary. It was first leaked through Twitter accounts just like this. So is it possible that Final Fantasy 16 will be made in the future at some point? 100%. So there it's are been rumors how many years? that it's also going to be PlayStation exclusive. Uh, that would be interesting. That, I mean, at least timed exclusive, I can see that happening. Because yeah. Final Fantasy VII is. So why God. not? I'm ready. Um, My body is ready. How long has it been? Like five years since 15? Maybe. Like, it's, it's when time. When did Final Fantasy 15 come out? 2016. November 2016. So wow. almost, like almost four years. Four. All right. Well, we're going to move on to request log now and get to the real big juicy stories. Ooh, and we're going to yeah, talk about this next yeah. story. There's so much to talk about because Microsoft's not going to talk about the Xbox Series <laughs> X at the TGS Game Awards or Game Festival, whatever the fuck it is. Xbox won't reveal next-gen details at Tokyo Game Show this month, says Hiron Cryer at US Gamer. Before the hype got too large, Microsoft just made an official statement saying that they're not going to share any new information of the Series X. So it will probably be there, but we just won't hear anything new about the yeah. console. It specifically means... No price, no release date, because that's obviously the, the thing you all want to know. The Series S, man. It's already yeah. leaked via its own marketing materials and boxes. <laughs> and how, how are we going to go? When is Tokyo Game Show? End of the month? How are we going to I think it's the 22nd yeah. or something. Yeah. How are we going to go all the way to then, six weeks before the console comes out, and they're not even going to acknowledge it exists? <laughs> Are they going to announce it on their own before the Tokyo Game Show? Uh, so it's not going to be at the Tokyo Game Show? Just fucking do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the two is we know the Series X is coming out in November. They have said that much, which means if they don't have this price announced within the month, we will find out the price with, within a month range of the release date, roughly speaking. I guess it could be two months if it's at the very end of November and it gets announced at the very beginning of October. But still... It might get to the point where you go to the store and they let you take one home and then you see a charge show up on your card three months later. <laughs> and that's how you find out how much it costs. So here is the bet. We're doing Summer Games Bet Fest. Bet, oh, bet, 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 bet. Hold bet. on. It's Summer Games bet. bet Fest where we bet on Summer's fucking games. Sorry, I'm, I can't find the thing. Oh, here it is. That's right. Summer <laughs> Games Bet Fest where we take bets on Summer's best game fest. Summer, Summer Game Fest. Summer, Summer Gaming. The rest are best for bets. Bet. 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 <laughs> yeah, so Summer Games Bet Fest is ending September 30th, or like the end of September. The bet is, will we find out the price before then? Oh my god. For either console, Xbox or PlayStation. It has to be yes, right? It has to be yes. That's the thing. It should be yes. It should have happened already. Yes. So... What the hell? Retailers need to know how many to rec how many to have on hand, how many to order, how many to ship. They they got to know how many go to each store. It is getting too close, y'all. We have to know. We have to have pre-orders. So you're saying yes. Yes. Dusty. We want to one or both. Mm, I'm going to say no cuz honestly, I feel like with how Everything has been impacted because they want to keep saying like they're still going to release it on schedule. With how production impacted across the world because of COVID and everything underlying with that, it's going to maybe be like a very tight like we launch where there's going to be mm -hmm. maybe a quarter of the demand available, and we'll find out 
I, I bet we're going to find out like October 7th or some shit. The first week of October. <laughs> or mid-October, honestly, before anything. But here's what we And it's going to be have. like a tweet. We can't mm-hmm. have it so close that like people can't prepare. They can't order it online and have it shipped in time. Like in, the, in COVID times, we cannot have people waiting in crowds at Walmart overnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For That's consoles. a great point. I hadn't even considered that. That's a really good point. Yeah. The lines are I, I already long. A social distance yeah. line would literally be six times longer than, <laughs> than normal. Yeah, but we us. all know in certain states it might even be shorter than the, sto- yeah. the normal line. Yeah. The best way to prevent uh, COVID is to breathe down the neck of the person in front of you. It's the only way to prevent it. I, I think, and Chad, I think that you're right. We can't, but I think that's not like you know we can't, but we will. Because I feel I it's know. 2020's motto. I, can't, I feel will. like PlayStation was one of the very first companies to just say, hey, we're not going to shit in 2020. Like, it was not not the E3 thing, but they were the first to pull out of, I think it was PAX East. And they're like, hey, guys, we're not in PAX East. And then the mayor of Boston was like, no, please come to PAX East. <laughs> that was the uh, stupidest thing. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they're going to take the right precautions, and they're going to make sure these things are available to ship. They're, they're doing it direct from PlayStation in a piss poor way right now but they're doing it like that way for the first time i think them and i think microsoft is a responsible enough company that they're going to try to make it work as well with retailers Mm -hmm. so in terms of my bet here i i I really don't know so i'm going to say no because if microsoft is making a statement saying we're not going to have any new information at this event at the end of the month. I feel like they wouldn't have made that statement if they had plans to talk about stuff in between now and that event. They would have just so let... Insane. So I feel like mm-hmm. it's going to be in October. Um, but I agree with you, Chad, that like I want to say yes because they should. It's so close to launch. And especially with COVID yeah. and people who have you know had some financial like you know issues this year just because of covid and losing their job or whatever like people are going through cuz that's affecting a lot of people in that way don't you want to let people know further in advance what this price is going to be like this game of chicken for who's going to reveal the price first who is it really benefiting besides microsoft and sony they know what their prices are going to be they they know they have to know at this point they're so close to manufacturing these things they're actually they are manufacturing these things now mhm so I'm just yeah I'm I'm saying no but I'm not happy about saying no. <laughs> I don't like my answer but I'm gonna say it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, do we have any more thoughts about Tokyo Game Show and Xbox Series X? No. 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 All right, we're gonna move on to some more awesome news <laughs> from the Sony Quest Log. PS5 backward compatibility doesn't extend to the PS1, PS2, and PS3 games as Chandler would at PlayStation Lifestyle. So there was a Ubisoft support page that accidentally just blatantly said in plain old English no interpretation, backwards compatibility only for PS4 games and there's no support for PS1, 2, and 3 on PS5. However, Ubisoft just went ahead and removed any mention of that um, off of the page. Um... I'm sure it's not because it's not true, but because Sony didn't want them to reveal that. That's my take, at least. But I'm curious what you guys, how you guys feel. I'm still not completely losing hope on that kind of backwards compatibility for two reasons. One is because we've seen that the processor has three different modes on it. And mm-hmm. the assumption is that those are for emulating different uh, generations of consoles. 
But also, there's the the leak from the developer about what the PlayStation UI would look like. Which, by the way, like we were supposed to have that reveal in August because they were supposed to leak or they were <laughs> supposed to give the final build of the UI to developers and they didn't want it to leak. That's a whole other thing that we haven't seen. But there was that leak that said there are two parts of the UI that they wanted us to leave with question marks that they haven't filled yeah. in yet. And I'm still holding out hope that like those parts of the UI are for emulating older games. Like this will switch it into PS3 mode or this will switch it into backwards compatibility mm-hmm. mode. So there there are obviously things about the PlayStation hardware and software that they have not announced yet that are features or capabilities, and I'm hoping this is one of them, and that they simply asked Ubisoft to take it down because either it does, maybe it was false, or maybe it doesn't quite, maybe it's something that even Ubisoft as a developer doesn't know because PlayStation said, hold these as question marks. Yeah, I, I feel like they have to have PlayStation 1, 2, 3 support in there, but maybe they're going to try to do it through PlayStation Now as opposed to local like running on the processor because i think that mm-hmm. the three modes and maybe this is a rumor not the official statement which at this point so they the lines are so blurred at this point i think it was supposed to be like ps5 obviously and then ps4 pro and then ps4 are the three different modes and so like some games that don't support ps4 pro style um like upgrades and stuff they can run on the ps4 side of it and since things are a little bit different than the ps4 they kind of have a shared um uh, they have like a similar mode between the two, but it's technically still a different mode. Um, the, the challenge of the PS3 is the cell architecture and in replicating that. Um, so I, I feel like they could do that with cloud servers and ha- literally having PS3s running it off of a server because that's how they did PlayStation Now when it first came out. Right. Um, but I think P- PS2 and PS1, they can emulate that raw on the box itself. I mean, you're trying to tell me a fifth generation console with... 10 teraflops of performance can't handle a PS2 game? Bullshit. I don't believe that for a second. Maybe I they're not ready, I could emulate on my 1999 but... e-machines a PlayStation 1. Download ROMs <laughs> for that. Tell me I can't... The Dreamcast could play, if you burned it to a GDR, you could play PlayStation 1 games on it. Tell me a PS5 can't do that? It's the SSD. It just runs it too fast. <laughs> the whole game's over in the blink of an eye. Yeah. <laughs> Everything be running three hundred percent speed. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have to. I think it'd be a letdown mm-hmm. if they didn't have backwards compatibility that far. It's one of the biggest yeah. letdowns on the Switch that there's so many games that you can't play from their backlog. That's important to people nowadays. People are used to like with movies, streaming services where they can just go and find stuff from that's old and, and stream it down or it just doesn't exist with games and Microsoft has made that such a big push and I think people care about that now more than ever. Not more than anything else, but more than they have in the past. They have to. I can hear Doctor. I, I I would see why they wouldn't, like honestly. And that's a big selling point as well. Mm-hmm. So. Especially it's more of a benefit for PlayStation anyway. They have a better yeah. backlog than than Xbox, obviously. No question. Sure. Get rid of all their PS4 games. Speaking of other stories that are not at all frustrating. Moving on to the third-party <laughs> quest log. Epic Games asks Court once more to reinstate Fortnite to Apple's App Store after daily iOS player uh, players drop by over 60%, says Adam Bankhurst at IGN. The title basically says it all, but uh, Epic is trying to get Fortnite back in the App Store again because it's doing harm 
for their business to not have it on the App Store. Uh, quote from the article here, daily active users on iOS have declined over by 60% since Fortnite's removal from the App Store. Um, out of Fortnite's 350 million players, 116 are on iOS. That was really surprising to me. That and was the Epic one big thing w- that surprised me, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Epic is worried they might, quote, never see these users again. Whose fault is that? Jeez, I can't imagine who's. <laughs> yep. So this is this is to bring it back to the shitting on the living room floor analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Epic comes in, takes a shit on the living room floor in Apple's house, and Apple says, you have to get out of my house. And I'm like, what? Yeah, you shit on my floor. That's not cool, man. Part of the rules of my house is you don't shit on the floor. And now they're saying, hey, now that I've shit on your floor, some of my kids are disowning me. Because they saw me shitting on the floor, and they're like, that's fucking gross, Dad. And Apple is like, dude, you did that. You're the reason your kids are looking at you and thinking you're gross. And they're asking the judge to say, make Apple let me back into their house, because all of my kids are leaving me. Uh, but I, I honestly, 100% don't think that they're going to be allowed back on the App Store again without just reconforming to the rules. Mm-hmm. So and dumb. their developer yeah. account is gone. So they have to wait a year before they can even get back on the App Store again at this point anyway. like this I is... bet they have some sway. Like, even Apple said, we're, we're welcoming, yeah, we're ready yeah. to welcome them back if they adhere to our rules. It's either way, considering the email that Tim Sweeney himself released on Twitter that says, we are going to break your rules, Apple, get ready... I, I'm just like, did they not like this makes me think they didn't think that would backfire and that they would get their way. Like they're like, oh no, we're losing these customers. Don't use your customers as a political pawn. How about that? Like it's it this drives I you were kind of saying last time we talked about this, Chad, that you know, we uh, and I totally felt this with you. I had so much respect for Epic for saying, hey, we're making this money with Fortnite. We're going to give back to the community. We're going to try to change things in the best way possible. I'm like, awesome. I had so much respect for them and gone. I have yep. no respect for Epic at this point. I think what they're doing is unbelievably shitty and it's it, it drives me nuts. I mean, we've talked about this for like three weeks at this point, but it's this like when I saw this, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, ugh. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's really dumb <laughs> I like I, I've been listening along to like the past couple episodes and like uh, I'm, I was saying but like at first like especially with them giving more money to developers because um, like that that's awesome especially for gaming companies and like how Steam had this thing where people get less money and now Epic was like doing that that was awesome but at this point like it's like I, I don't know it's really silly and dumb like it's just like okay I'm just gonna be the person that's running everything now. Oh wait, I'm not running everything. Oh shit, I tripped and like now it's my own fault. <laughs> it's like it's like that comic of the guy on the bike sticking riding the, it, the stick in the wheel, sticking the <laughs> spokes, and just like <laughs> fucking Apple. <laughs> but that's what it feels like. Perfectly and, I, I, think I I've gone to Tim Tweet. I when I was reading the story, I'm like, let me just go to Tim Sweeney's Twitter account and just like see <laughs> what he says about this. He hasn't said anything about this. But he posts this tweet, which is so, to me, massively hypocritical, where he's like, oh, um, even Apple doesn't pay their 30% cut. It's like, yeah, no shit. You don't pay your 12% cut for your <laughs> games on the Epic Game Store. Like, what are you, are you, why are you shocked by this? Does Nintendo charge themselves a 30% fee to put Mario on their own app store? <laughs> like, no, this you is just know. like how it works. It's a natural 
consequence of having your own platform. It's just, I don't, I don't know. The whole thing is baffling, but I, I don't know. I feel like everything that can be said has been said until September 28th when they reconvene in court and the next things happen. I'm extremely curious how this case rolls out. I thought it was going to get dropped and it didn't. So it, it's, it's, it's going to progress in some way. We'll have to wait and see. Yep. To be continued. TBD. In the meantime, we have a wonderful ad read for you. I'd like to tell you a bit about Affable Idiots. Affable Idiots is the brand is the new brand under which our products and podcasts will live, like Respawning Fire. You actually might have heard of that one. You're listening to it right now. Our new off-color Mr. Rogers type show called AAWI and also with you, and much more to come, including the grind, which by the time this episode comes out, will be out. So look forward to that. <clears throat> Video versions of our podcast are the only the first of many amazing things we're bringing you this spring, and we need your support. First, <laughs> the <spring>. easiest. <laughs> we gotta edit this. <laughs> I edited. I keep editing some parts of it, and then miss things like that. But we get the gist. We get the gist. Look forward to it in spring 2020. First, the easiest and freest thing you can do for us right now is go subscribe to three YouTube channels. This channel, Respawning Fire, our parent channel, Affable Idiots, and our sister podcast, AAWI, and also with you. Links to these are in the description below, and we'll need 100 subscribers for each in order to have a custom YouTube URL with our name in it, like youtube.com slash Fire. But you can't go there yet because we don't have those subscribers yet, so you better subscribe. Because you love us. Or else. <laughs> no, just because they love us. We're not going to threaten them. Love. Just. Actually, love works great if you threaten. So, yeah, let's threaten them. <laughs> <laughs> you can also do us more good than you know by leaving us a sweet and sexy review. If you just need to be sweet, that's cool. Sweet and sexy is great. Or just sexy. It's all good. But just, just leave a review over on every... boobs. <laughs> <laughs> over on every podcast service you listen um, listen to us on, and to even those you don't. Stars are great, and we want them all, but words of affirmation are the affable idiot's love language, which is a language of intimidation and threats, <laughs> to be very clear. With affirmation. <laughs> yes. So feel free to drop us a message in there, too. Finally, Respawning Fire has a Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash respawn aim fire if you want to support us one dollar gets you playtime with us each week influence over what we play for barf each month which next month is going to be or next two months is going to be horizon zero dawn and super cool sexy wallpapers for your electronic co- super computers chad just made a super cool sexy avengers one i don't even uh-huh. like avengers but i gotta admit that was a pretty sexy wallpaper it was ver- very nice thanks thanks very nice so that's all the ad read stuff, all the goody goody goodness. And now we're gonna get, we're gonna get some, some Mario stuff now. Let's talk about Mario. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Super Mario Bros. 35th Anniversary Direct Nintendo YouTube. By the way, was this announced ahead of time? Because I just woke up and you guys were texting about it. I don't <laughs> I had think no idea. So. No, it was it was just released. That's so dope. I love that. Uh, I'm just going to run through all of the announcements, and we'll just end up talking about two of them, because <laughs> I don't think we're going to talk about all of these. Uh, first one was Game & Watch. Can we Watch, talk about them uh, as you go, rather than waiting for the do, recap? Do you want to do it that way? Hell yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first one is Game & Watch Super Mario Bros. It's basically a little Game & Watch, like limited edition, kind of like the NES and the SNES classics that came out. It includes the Lost Levels, the original game, Game and Watch Ball, very exciting. Mm-hmm. More exciting than that, a clock. A clock. What? A spider. Oh, Ew. Ew. A spider in every box? <laughs> no, a spider just right next to me. In every box. <laughs> we couldn't Shut get up. rid of the spiders in the factory, so it's just a feature. <laughs> <laughs> 
and there's so much more. It's coming November 13th, in, uh, again, in a limited uh, production. I have never played a Game & Watch. I don't have any affinity for it. Pff, whatever. I mean, if I are there people out there our age who have played Game & Watch before? I mean, probably if they're a big nerd. Big old yeah. nerds. Big old fucking nerds. If, I mean, it looks cool. I'm probably not going to pick it up. Yeah, I, I don't like gonna... Mario that much. <laughs> they're not. They're not cool. <laughs> they're just not. <laughs> I played one. I so I, when I was, oh, God, this was back in the '90s. I played a Nintendo VR or Virtual Boy, whatever it was Virtual called. Boy, yeah. yeah. And then I played a Game and Watch. Then, and both of them, I had the same experience, which was, yeah, I like my current Nintendo stuff, and I don't need to do any of this bullshit. Um, <laughs> yeah. I feel like they should have just done like a. a limited edition Game Boy thing instead and, and packed oh, with yeah, a bunch Game of Boy Mario Classic. games. Yeah, that like that cool. would have been way cooler. Uh, but this is specifically mm. Super Mario Bros. themed stuff. Like yeah. Game Boy Classic would have had to been much more than that. Oh yeah. yeah. Have have then you say it's the Super Mario Bros. 35th Anniversary Direct plus one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> plus the, plus. Plus plus. I just like, I hear you, yeah. It's, it's Mario themed. It fits with the 35th anniversary. You're totally right. Is this exciting? Is this is going to be the probably the the least hype on one of these classic Nintendo systems? I feel like this will sell better than PlayStation Classic, of course, but nowhere near the NES and the SNES Classic. Is the hype there for this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I, and I think it's limited production. I think they know that not a lot of people are going to want this. Yeah, I do need a. But clock, for though. like the seven people that do. <laughs> they'll be able to get it at GameStop no problem yep. they'll have overstock <laughs> but you can't buy it unless you also buy $45,000 worth of other goods bundled in with it yeah you get it back $5 <laughs> you gotta get a case for it you've gotta get any other accessory you could get with 12 it. I don't Funko know. Pops, a third party Bluetooth <laughs> controller for it <laughs> and, and post-it notes and post-it notes with Mario on them yes. and don't forget those limited edition Mario coins I came with that cool coin collector oh, that, that no one bought. Cool. That, that sounds kind of cool, actually. Physical that, money? That was a thing that no one bought. <laughs> I guarantee you, the GameStop I used to work at, we had one for four years. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing announced... The, the, the next thing... The next thing announced was Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, and that's coming February 12th, 2021. It's Super Mario 3D World port... We don't really know what Bowser's Fury is yet. Obviously, yeah, I was going to ask, is that something that was already announced? or Because it was not explained at all in the trailer. No. Like, <laughs> is it a port or is it a sequel? It's a port. And then they're adding oh. new content to it. See, but the thing like Bowser's Fury, I thought that was like a new game. So then, yeah, I have no fucking clue what Bowser's Fury is. Yeah. I mean, it could be like a six-hour, like, full, like, experience. It's like, well, not full, but like a kind of shorter, like whatever we think Miles Morales kind of thing is, where it's like a little bit extra. <laughs> and then also the yeah. whole game, whatever, maybe that's how it turns out. Um, I'm excited. I'm this is the first this, 3D Mario that I don't think that I've, I mean, it counts as a 3D Mario, right? Kinda. It is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's well, it says 3D in the name, game. so. Yeah. Yeah, but sort of Super Mario 3D Land, and that's not a 3D Mario. That is absolutely a 3D Mario. Not in the, like, Super Mario 64, Sunshine kind of trend. Three. 3D World is a direct sequel and a continuation of the style of 3D Land. Then oh, they are oh. not 3D Mario, in my eyes. <laughs> they are lesser stepchildren. No, they are seriously a 
ton of fun and really underrated Mario games. I'm I'm very excited. I it's love 3D great... Land on 3DS. Yeah, so I'm excited yeah. to do 3D World. I just hate that the cat is the mascot. I'm just I'm not a cat person. <laughs> no, the cat and powers are pretty dope. Everything's all about. They even released new cat Peach and cat Mario amiibo, and I'm just like, really? Do we have oh to have cats gosh. on everything in this game? Like everywhere you go is a fucking cat, cat, and you're gonna scratch your way up a fucking scratchy paw. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna love the cat. I'm just saying you're gonna love the cat. Oh, whatever. But no, I am excited for this game. And it is the week of my birthday. My Geburtstag. Nice. Super Mario Bros. 35, which is essentially Tetris 99, but for Super Mario Bros. When you defeat enemies, it's sent to other players' games. And then it's it's just included with Switch Online. And it's going to be available until March 31st. Then it's gone forever until they decide to bring it back. Mm Mm-hmm. This is something I had literally could have never predicted this coming out. Mm-hmm. One because it inqu- it requires online service. <laughs> Two, there. it's such a weird, cool imagining of like a, a weird take on Super Mario Bros. Having that, like, I go through the level, and as I kill a Koopa, it sends a Koopa to somebody else's level to fuck them up, and it's like, what a cool twist on that to to kind of celebrate I- Mario. I think someone actually. So this was actually done by a third party. Like, I, I know I don't remember when, but it was a while ago. And Nintendo took it down. And so I guess they took it down because they liked it so much, and they made it their own. Huh. But like, I remember I remember seeing something on this. Like, I I can't remember when because it was like it was up for like a very short period of time. It's a great idea. The thing idea. I'm not on board with is the. The artificial hype and demand that they are forcing on you by making it temporarily available. <laughs> like we'll get to this later with the 3D All Stars as well. But like, why? Why do I have to buy a Switch and play it before March 31st? If I buy a Switch in April, for some reason, my money's not good enough to also play this game. Like, there's no reason for you to take this game down after it's five months. Really easy explanation. On March 31st, it's gone. And then April 1st, they go, April Fools, it's available forever. They got us. <laughs> That's what they it is. That's what Hilarious. it is. Yeah, we will talk about that later. But before we talk about that, Mario Kart Home Circuit. It's AR Mario Kart. You have physical Mario Kart toys. You set up a track. You drive your like whatever cart you have to make the track. And then you can play it in AR. And it's it looks like it's... Uh, I don't know if it's a full Mario Kart game in terms of like all the items, that kind of stuff, but it it plays just like Mario Kart, except it's using physical cars. Chad, I know you were pretty hyped on this one. Yeah, this is a hundred per like when we showed this to my my niece and nephews, uh, they were like, I am definitely putting that on my Christmas list. I was like, bitch, you're getting that before Christmas. I'm going to get it for you. (laughs) No, it looks awesome. Right now, they only have a Mario and a Luigi cart, but if they come out with like a Princess Peach, I'm sure they can continue releasing carts for this and they're going to sell it crazy. Absolutely. um, It looks really cool. And you can build your own tracks, like you mentioned, uh, throughout. Like it'll it'll automatically detect things and kind of like make a track for you, it looks like. Or it comes with, I think it's five little posts for you to go through or. I don't know what banners for you to go under to create a yeah. track as well, but it looks really cool and it looks. I'm I'm sure there's some post production video editing going on in there, but it looks pretty seamless and good for the augmented reality. Yeah, like a lot of mm-hmm. times with AR, you have trouble with like anchoring things and they're kind of like floating in space and slightly moving as your car goes. But everything looked solid. Uh, I think mm-hmm. this is going to sell a lot this Christmas. Absolutely. They didn't announce a release yeah, date I... for it, but actually maybe it's October. I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, it looks really cool. It's one of those things that you're right. It's going to sell a shit ton because it has a physical thing. And everyone, for like toys that connect to games, everyone loves that. That's why Amiibos are so popular. They're just um, Amiibos on wheels. It's coming out October 16th. October 16th. Oh. Yeah, not that far it's away. Yeah, this one's things where I think it's really cool. I'm not going to get it just because I don't, I don't. I'm good playing Mario Kart on my Switch as it is right now. I'm also mm-hmm. 27. Like I'm good. But <laughs> my brothers, I think, would like this a lot. And I just think like if I were a kid, I would have been all over this. This is a really, yep. really dope idea. I'm very curious the price. I'm sure those carts are not yeah. going to be cheap considering they have AR cameras built into them. But mm-hmm. it's still a fun time. I think it's it's a clever idea. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see how that, that pans out. The fun stuff hasn't even begun yet. We haven't oh. talked about the biggest announcement yet for the entire event, and that's that there's also going to be Mario pins. I got mine coming. I did all the <laughs> challenges. I got mine. <laughs> there's going to be a Mario Kart Tour special event, and I'm sure that will still entice uh. nobody to play that game. There's going to be Mario 35th merch available online and at the Nintendo store in New York City. So if you happen to be in New York City, you can get it there. Or if you're a normal human being avoiding everything because <laughs> of COVID, you can get it online. There's yes. going to be a Splatfest in January that's Mario-related. I think it's like Mushrooms versus Stars, which sounds Weird. cool. Super Mario themed Animal Crossing furniture. Oh, I didn't see that. This makes sense. In Animal Crossing New Leaf, you could get these fortune cookies, and the fortune cookies would give you specific Nintendo themed furniture. So, like, you can get the Master Sword and the pedestal. You could get, like, a replica of Samus's ship that could just, like, be in your house. And they just didn't show up in Animal Crossing New Horizons. And everyone's like, why? That would have been so great. Makes sense now because they can do events that are related to those. Super Mario or Zelda next year. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. There's going to be clothing, board games, Lego sets. Uh, let's get to the really good stuff now. Super Mario All-Stars 2D is coming to the SNES uh, uh, Classic. Not SNES Classic. The SNES Collection on Nintendo Switch Online. That's great. But the rumors mm-hmm. have been confirmed. Super Mario 3D All-Stars is real. It has Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Those are the only three 3D Mario games that were released no other ones exist outside of 3D <laughs> World. None at all. Uh, it's coming out September 18th, which is really soon. It's like next and, week. But it's yeah. N- yeah, and it's but it's no longer available as of March 31st, 2021, unless they are playing an April Fool's joke on us, which I'm sure they will do. Not widescreen and improved resolution are kind of the main reasons. They're the main like upgrades. There's also a music mm-hmm. player mode. Chad, you seemed bummed about. Uh, something here but before you talk is dusty uh, i've always started with you so dusty you go first what is your thoughts on this <laughs> i got you so i'm jet. excited about it <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited about it. it's something uh i actually haven't played uh sunshine at all because i didn't have a gamecube mm-hmm. um and i didn't play galaxy because I, I didn't have a wii uh and i i played a little bit of 64 like on the ds uh back then so i'm excited about this i actually want to play them um, a lot because especially because like i got super into watching people do speed runs of 64 i'm like i could do that i could probably do that like sometimes maybe um and then getting a chance to play the other two and it comes out like in two weeks it's perfect like I, i'm probably playing that a lot oh yeah i Check. am v excite little disappointed mostly very hyped very very hyped uh, it's coming so soon, which is, I think, I, d- I had no idea that it was coming, and I'm very happy. It's, they, in Nintendo fashion, it's not 
remade, like these games are not remade, it's just like up-resed for HD, which is totally fine. Like Super Mario 64 is going to look blocky and clunky and gross as hell for everyone, but it's going to mm-hmm. not look like also trash from the resolution and stuff on your TV, which is great. Uh, I've never played Sunshine before, so I'm going to experience that for the first time, which is awesome. And then I love Galaxy, but I'm also super bummed that Galaxy 2 got the bucket. And that's not a saying. People don't get the bucket. That it wasn't included. <laughs> so yeah. I think Galaxy 2 should definitely be included, which is a shame. But I wonder if they have other plans for that, or maybe it's coming at a later date. Uh, again, March 31st, 2021, you suddenly can't buy these games anymore, digitally or physically? That's so stupid. Here's why. You want to know why? limited time. There are basically... It wasn't confirmed by Nintendo, but there are a bunch of leaks saying that a new model of the Switch is coming out with 4K, blah, blah, blah. We talked about this last week. How much you want to bet shortly after March 31st that console gets announced, and now anyone who wants a Switch but was waiting for one is going to buy one so they have a chance to buy all the really great Mario games, and then they're going to get you with the gotcha and be like, oh, you bought one Switch? Now buy a second! <laughs> um... That'd be really ah. shitty, but that's a yeah. I can see that's that. Ex- that's I can exactly see that what's happening. gonna happen. That's exactly what's gonna I, happen. I bet you they'll do, they'll do a bundle with it, so it won't be able to be sold on its own. But you get the new Switch with all the Mario games and the Mario themed Switch Plus or the Switch Up. Switch Up, ooh, Switch Blade. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Xenoblade edition. Now I'm I'm very very excited about this. Um, I even for a split second thought about what if every month. We play a new Mario game as like we all play Super Mario 64, and the next month we play Sunshine, and the next month (laughs) it's Galaxy, and then the next month is Odyssey, and then by then 3D World will be out, and we play 3D World, and then I was like, but we also already have Barf games to play, and also PS5 is coming out, and there's a lot of shit to play. Um, Is there? Yeah. Allegedly. Hashtag Godfall. (laughs) Hashtag Miles Morales. Hashtag Destiny. Hashtag Marvel's Avengers. Both of which are getting upgrades for PS5. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of stuff to play, Holden. So, yeah, I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to play them all for sure. I'm super pumped as well. I So I've... Sunshine, like Metroid Prime, is a game that I had on my GameCube, but I was just, like, not... I didn't play as much uh, video games when I was younger, and I was really bad at them. So I never beat Sunshine. And I can't wait to go back and, like, actually beat that game. Because I loved Sunshine. It's... It's just a really, really fun, unique setting for the Mario franchise, and I have a lot of happy memories exploring that world and just jumping around. I remember just being in the main like Isle Delfano area, pretending as a superhero Mario character, running around and just running on rooftops and shit, parkouring everywhere. Even back then, I parkoured everywhere. Parkour, nonstop. Parkour. Um, so I'm super pumped for for Sunshine and getting to finally finish that game. 64, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've always kind of been like lukewarm on 64, um, Nintendo 64 in general, to be honest. So like I'm kind of whatever on that. Uh, uh, I'll play it still because I think this is probably going to be the best way to play it. But Galaxy, man, I've never played Galaxy. I'm so pumped to play Galaxy. Can't wait for that shit. Um, the September 31st part. I think I'm, I'm trying to like see this from Nintendo's perspective. 
And even though it's not like a full remake, like Resident Evil 2 remake, been a lot of memes about that. (laughs) And look at the difference, 1998 Resident Evil 2 to what it is now. And obviously it's just like a higher resolution for Mario and it looks crisper for sure. And I think it does look better, but it's not not nearly on the Resident Evil 2 uh, level or Crash Bandicoot, or the Spyro remakes. But <laughs> I think Nintendo still sees it as, well, these games are all worth $60. So to bundle it all together is such a deal. We couldn't possibly let this be available at all time. It would cheapen our brand, which is stupid. But I can totally see them seeing it that way. Um, I think it also makes it more an event, which is kind of exciting, but it does kind of come at the cost of being nice to consumers. So it's it's kind of crummy, but it's one of those things where it doesn't really impact me because I'm going to get it anyway. Exactly. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Here's what makes me so excited about this. Next year, Zelda's 35th anniversary, and we haven't gotten Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD mm-hmm. on Switch yet. Could we get a 3D Zelda collection where they have... Ocarina of Time, they completely ignore Majora's Mask because that game apparently doesn't exist, just like Galaxy 2 doesn't exist. <laughs> and then they do Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. You haven't even that beat Majora's be... Mask, you fake fan. <laughs> I still really want to, I just haven't. Um, and I, I, I'm, I am, oh my god, I'd be so insanely pumped for that. And then if they do the same thing with the Super Mario All-Stars 2D coming to SNES Collection, if they bring all the 2D Zelda games to Switch somehow, it is officially the greatest device i've ever held in my hands ever i'm gonna lock myself inside even if covid is completely eradicated by the time it comes out i will quarantine until i beat all of them all over again i'm excited for that and that's like as excited as i am for super mario 3d land i got more excited for zelda next year in a hypothetical scenario that's completely my imagination than anything else what a good little nintendo direct yeah it was good. Mm-hmm. They needed that. They, they needed, needed the that. win. <laughs> it reminds me of reminds me of Kevin on the office that time. Just, I forget what it's about, but he's sitting there doing the interview and he's like, Sometimes you just it feels good to win one. <laughs> it's like, oh Kevin. Well, that is the main quest. Chad? Before we leave, we've got a game on game show. The game on our gaming show, we play a game called Game On, our game show, and we can play a game, 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 game. We have a brand new game, never before played, never before seen, mm-hmm. never before heard, under there, Boy, under where. <laughs> Are you ready, Dusty and Holden, for a game called Your Life in Games by Milton Bradley? Copyright Chad Ennis, copyright Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. This game is simple. It's not a game. <laughs> it's just a discussion. Perfect. Uh, I have three three things. I want you to choose a game that you would like in a hypothetical scenario. Choose a game that you would like to represent your ideal version of blank. I have three blanks for us. So, for instance... Uh, uh, a game that represents your ideal version of if you were a good gardener or of your hobby. Oh, I would pick Pikmin. I would love to be able to blah, blah, blah. And I want that to represent my ideal version of myself while I'm gardening. For our first one, I want you to choose a game that you'd like to represent your ideal job. Hmm. hmm. Okay. This is easy because it's kind it. of a massive cheat. 
Um, I'm going to school to study programming, and there is a game called Game Dev Story that is very addictive and fun, where you run a game studio and you make games. That would be a fun job. Is that cheating? Is this also like a real job? <laughs> nope, that totally works. It's by, made by Karyosoft, by the way. Karyosoft? Yeah, Karyosoft. I think it's Cairo. Really fun. Is it Kairosoft? I think it's Kairosoft, yeah. Okay. Like Kairo um, Egypt. It's so much fun. I highly recommend it. It's on Switch. It's on mobile. It's You'll find it. It's great. That's one. I could think of a couple things. I mean, honestly, the first thing that came to mind would be like the cooking job and job simulator. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I love cooking and would love to do it for like a living. Um, but the other thing would be like, honestly, like Guitar Hero. Because I love like, I'm not good at making music, but I like making music. And so being a guitar hero, rock star with a plastic guitar, that would be ideal for me. I love it. I would choose uh, the the game that represents my ideal job. I'm going to choose Concrete Genie. It's a the PS4 game that came out mm. last year. And it's it's all mm-hmm. about you through art, making other people smile, making the world light up, making people laugh, doing good conquering bullies like that's that's what I, I think about like the way that i use social media and things like that and I, every time before i post something like is this going to be funny is this going to make people smile is this going to piss anybody off if it is i'm not going to post it if it's happy if it's going to like that's the kind of i want to put that out in the world and also it's artistic and so using that kind yeah. of skill that's good one. two more choose a game that you'd like to represent your ideal home life what do you want your home life to be in video game terms this is so easy. I know it's Animal for you. Crossing. GTA. Yeah. <laughs> GTA. <laughs> you just want hookers nonstop, getting shot, chased <laughs> by the cops. It's not untrue. That's the exact reason I'm choosing Animal Crossing. It has all those things and so much more. <laughs> and so much more. So much more. No, Animal Crossing, because like geez, I would love for my like home life to just be this relaxing island that I can customize to my you know, my own wishes of like, yeah, I'll put a tree there. I'll just you know plant some like i wouldn't mind gardening if it wasn't work but if i could just like walk up and just like say plant and then put you know uh flower in the ground perfect i love it it's relaxing it's peaceful everyone's nice and sweet that's what i want it'd be great or hitman uh, <laughs> <laughs> i i mean honestly like i would probably say animal crossing as well just because like just having being able to one afford a house, um, and have it be in a place where there's no extreme heat, <laughs> and not have to worry about like actually like having to work for a living, yeah. and just like vibing and keeping it chill on my own island with like just my my best animal bros, I'll be chill. I'd be cool with that. I feel like, like your the answer only thing is... I think of was like Minecraft. I feel like your answer is very yeah. much affected by this California heat wave right now. <laughs> yes, it is 100% affected. It is 7.03 and it's currently 90 degrees. Oh, so, I hate yeah. it. Yeah, it's the worst. Thanks, I hate it. Oh, what would I want? You know what? This is not a cop-out, but I couldn't think of anything else. I want it to be like the Avengers game. I want, <laughs> I want um, to live on a ship with a lot of really cool people who do really fucking awesome things and we all do stuff together, but then we come back and we all have rooms that are like right next to each other, like a dorm in college, and we have common areas. We can all eat lunch together and then we can also all like go shoot bad guys together. 
Like that's what I want my home life to be. I want to have my my greatest friends and and allies, like right across the hall. I'm gonna be like, Yo, what up? You gonna go punch a robot yeah. and then come back and oh like play God. cards? That'd be so fun. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, choose a game that you would like to represent your ideal sex life. <laughs> Wouldn't be Not me GTA. if I didn't make it dirty. <laughs> you don't want hot coffee? I don't. I honestly can't think of a video game that would match. I don't know. I don't. I don't really have an example for that one. Chad, you go first because you had something in mind when you created this game. <laughs> I didn't, but right now the first thing that comes to mind is Mario Party. <laughs> 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 we get together, we pull something out of a hat and says, alright, today we are alright, we're pumping a fire hydrant to try to fill up a balloon. Let's go. Let's try that out. You oh, know what? It's a team in, event. Let's call over your friend. <laughs> in that vein, what about Jackbox Party Pack? Oh, there you go. Jackbox Party Pack. And along the way, some of our friends die. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, until there's we're one person that wins we're sex all at together, the end. we all have our phones. <laughs> <laughs> That's important. Having your phones while you're having sex. Holden, Ratchet and Clank, lots of fun contraptions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have no examples for this. I, got you. I have no examples. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you can you can use a gun that turns your partner into a goat. And you're like, all right, <laughs> this gets me going. <laughs> Truly the goat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's it for our very first edition of Your Life in Games by Milton Bradley. Copyright Chad and this. Copyright Wayne Gretzky. And that's it for Game on Game Show. And that's it for episode 177. Boom. It's been a ride. Gonna take you for a ride. Marvels versus Capcom 2. You're welcome. <laughs> um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Reminder for a few things. Go to patreon.com slash respawn aim fire. Get that dope new Avengers wallpaper. Play Horizon mm-hmm. Zero Dawn 1. <laughs> I was almost going to say 2. <laughs> no, it's, it's the first one. Play Horizon Zero Dawn through the month of September and yeah. October. Go to Gorilla Games. Steal one of their boxes there. <laughs> yeah, for us. No one's at Gorilla Play Games. They're all working from home. <laughs> then go to one of, find, yeah. find one of their homes. No, I mean, you can get into <laughs> oh, Gorilla no. Games and not get caught. I'm sure they have a server oh, there somewhere yeah. with a game on it. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, Let's get a USB drive. That's exactly right. And then go check out all of our friend Dusty's stuff. Dusty, I'm going to let you plug it again. Tell us all about Shouting in Place. Yeah, again, Shouting in Place podcast. The thing is, let's you shout into the void, knowing nothing, shout back. Um, I say that because each episode, there's a thing where we shout into the void and it's literally shout into a jar. And let that cathartic release go. Let yourself feel better. Um, Every time I record that, and I get to do that part, honestly, I do feel better after, like, screaming into a jar as slow as that sounds. Because <laughs> it is silly. And honestly, like, you do that screaming, and then you start laughing. And you get, you laugh. And, like, even if you're having a shitty day, that helps. Um, can't tell you how many times someone, like, has told me that, even while recording, and it's great. And if you're listening, you get to shout along. Just like, like I said, if you're with people, let them know so they're not concerned for your safety. Um, but, yeah, do it. We had some awesome things. Um, I'm part of a... I haven't actually mentioned this. I'm part of an actual play podcast now for like like tabletop role-playing games called Tabletop Roulette. I had a couple people from that series on to talk. One's Tricky, one's Reed. They're really awesome people. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I had Trevor, a uh, guest host, because I had we internet know him. issues. 
Yeah, Trevor Bettis, awesome person uh, from Difficulty Class. He guest hosted with uh, another person named Dusty Wetters. So there's also a Dusty on that podcast. That was good. Um, check it out. It's it's fun. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy talking to people. You can find it on most things that just shouting in place. You can follow the Twitter at shouting in place. You could send me an email at shouting in place at gmail.com if you want. I don't know. But yeah, ch- also check out the fundraiser because we're doing awesome things and we have some really sexy shirts that Chad made. Hell yeah, that's right. Our pin tweet for extra life. Yeah. Go uh, get yourself our first respawn aim fire shirt and merchandise. Go to you only have till the end of September to get it. Uh, I also briefly want to mention to you that while you were saying all of that, there was a, a screenshot in the background <laughs> of Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> And there were subtitles on whatever cinematic that I grabbed that screenshot from. And it said, well, shit, sit down. And it's now my new favorite <laughs> meme of you talking about shouting in place with the subtitle, with the text reading, well, shit, sit down. <laughs> I just saw that. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to us. Go uh, check us out everywhere else. Go check out Shouting in Place. Go contribute to the Extra Life Fundraiser. Pfft, just had a stroke there. Extra Life Fundraiser. Until next week. Here's our usual sign-off. Gonna take you for a ride. Ba-da-ba-da.